Welcome to Hospitality From Within podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Kim Lerner, leadership coach and professor for the hospitality industry. In this space, we'll be covering a rainbow of topics to support you in learning how to show up for yourself first so you can show up for others, giving you coaching guidance and inviting in collaborators to join me in conversation that are paving the way to a more sustainable industry. Now let's let the learning and the storytelling begin. Welcome to today's episode um, with some coaching insights. And today's topic is dismantling the narrative that we have to be strong and do it all um, in order to show our worth as a leader. Um, A lot of times we really believe that we have to go, go, go and do it all and work the really long hours and days and... um, If we ask for somebody to take a project off of our plate or to reschedule a meeting or push back a deadline, then um, that shows that we are not strong and that we are then not worthy potentially of being in the role that we're in or that they, um, our bosses or superiors may see that we are not capable of growing into the next position. And so I am here today to just sort of, you know, break that down and first be able to provide you with a few tips um, that you can do that shows that you're um, an actual really strong leader, um, that you are completely capable, um, and in fact, you are incapable of doing it all um, simply because One, there are some things that you're really good at, and there's some things that you are still very much learning about, and then there are some things that really just don't interest you. So it's really, really difficult to be really great at something if we are not particularly inspired by it or if it is not a subject matter that is just something that we are drawn to. And that is also really okay. That is part of being a leader is really recognizing where you – are thriving and that you're excited about and then be able to collaborate with your team um, in the same way of how and what they're excited about. So let's get rid of this narrative that we have to be strong. So here are four different things that I would like uh, for everybody to think about um, if you're already doing this on your daily, if you're not, how can you incorporate it um, and how can you get a little bit more comfortable with some of these and also sharing these with your team. So the first one is delegating. Um, There are so many different ways that we can delegate. A lot of times we also look at delegation of like completely taking something off of somebody's plate, off of your plate, or delegating um, for those of us that are in service um, in real time asking somebody else to do something for you versus you putting another thing on your to-do list and you are just simply not capable of because you only have two arms and two legs um, and you're trying to be an octopus to grow another tentacle. So um, different ways to delegate that um, are pretty easy and um, may not feel as big and uh, sort of scary to let go of for you is think firstly about your meetings. Um, Does anybody have meeting notes do you are you in charge of the agenda for the meeting um do you send out emails do you um you know are there action items so when it comes to meetings um if you're the one leading the meeting it is completely um sort of you should be putting together the agenda but also 
uh, find out from your team if there's anything that they would also like to contribute so that you can actually delegate a little bit of the meeting time to their perspective and to um, allow them the opportunity to have the voice. Um, during a meeting, you should be also assigning somebody else, not you, to take meeting notes. And those should be bulleted um, and also include action items with people's names next to them who will be responsible for it, um, as well as any deadlines or timeframes that need to be considered, as well as any follow-up items. Um, the other way to delegate is, you know, remembering that everybody's language is very different and also the moment in time that you are delegating something. Sometimes it can be communicated vocally. Other times there are other ways that tasks and um, conversations and such should be communicated. So one email is like a very powerful tool for delegation because it allows everybody to go back and refer back to exactly what the task, guidance, so on and so forth is being asked of them. Another one is text groups or through texting. Again, find out from you and your team what is the best um, mode of communication to be able to um, make sure the information gets across and also there's an accountability tool there so you can always go back to it in real time and say hey remember when we talked about this or I sent you a message about this you know is is the task done do you need more time um, also when you are writing an email or in a text it also allows the person to respond and confirm that they've received the information and then the last way of delegation is um, verbally of course uh, the one thing that I always just say when it comes to verbal delegation, it should be something that's like in that moment in time. So say you are in service and you need support with running food or clearing a table or grabbing a printout from the office. That is really great verbal communication. Um, but if it's not in real time and you're asking for somebody to do something later on in the day, it may get lost. So unless they're writing it down in a notebook, um, verbal delegation should really be reserved for in this moment, in real time, um, information and tasks to be shared. The other is coaching. So consistent coaching check-ins. Um, is so crucial and they should not only land on one leader. Um, as a reminder, when you see something, you should be doing something and take this moment to teach something. So if you see somebody, whether it's on the floor or it's one of your colleagues or your peers um, that is doing something that may be uh, you know, against the guidance or not necessarily exactly aligned with culture or steps of service or whatever have it be it, take a moment, stop, and give a quick coaching check-in. Um, and if it is something that needs to be a bigger conversation, grab a collaborator with you so that you can have a longer conversation time. But coaching should not only be done by one leader, it should be shared and then also the information, again, uh, put in end of day reports or shared through whichever means you all um, write your end of day notes to. Um, and these can also be then discussed again in management meetings. Um, the third one is learning and teaching every day. I just here to remind you that um, if you are in a mindset that you think you know it all, you are leading through ego and are rather closed off. Um, so you should let all of your conversations be moments to learn and to listen and to collaborate. Um, you should always allow yourself time to process the information 
and then put actions into motion on how the information can integrate, um, whether it is feedback for you or it is something that'll help the team as a whole. Um, making decisions in real time in the moment, um, especially if they're going to impact the entire team, is usually not successful. Um, we feel like we have to have an answer right away, but each one of us processes very differently, and sometimes it takes um, additional training and coaching to make sure that everybody's on the same page and back to the same baseline. So um, allow yourself to, um, after your learning and teaching, to really absorb and collaborate. Um, and then once you have, if there's a new process that's going into place, then delegate out and like see how it all comes full circle, right? Like you cannot implement something fully solo, especially if you are um, working with a full team. Everybody has to be on board. Everyone has to be um, on the same page and same baseline, have the same structure, information, content um, to be able to uh, consistently be sharing the same message. Um, and the last is, and this one's always really hard for everybody, is asking for help. So raise your hand. There is no shame in raising your hand. If you need help, ask for it. Um, you can simply say, hey, I'm underwater or I don't have the bandwidth right now, um, you know, or I just I need help. I'm really struggling with this. And, you know, it would be really great to get a fresh perspective because I am just really tired and overwhelmed and I just can't really sort of think through this clearly. Um, you should also, if you're asking for help, um, or you need additional time on a project is give factual and realistic timelines that you'll be able to complete projects in versus saying, yes, 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 I can do. Um, what you're doing is setting yourself up um, truly for disappointment and overwhelm and burnout. And that is the last place that I want anybody to be. And um, again, I want to just say it again, there is no shame in asking for help. Um, please raise your hand. Um, it will actually allow you to have stronger trust and collaboration with your team, and it'll also help you feel much more supported um, in your role, within your team. Um, and again, this is a little bit of vulnerability, right? Like asking for help allows us to say, I can't do it all. And you know what? That's okay because we are human and we are incapable of doing all just by ourselves. Um, I hope that these tips are useful for you or they're simply just a reminder of no matter what, you are completely worth and deserving of being in the position you're in. Um, you are incapable of doing it all. Even if you try, you will simply lead yourself to burnout. Um, and that is not a place that anybody wants to be in. And, um, you know, allowing others to shine a bit also creates a really, really open culture, um, celebratory and um, allows everybody to evolve and grow together. Thank you for listening and I'll see y'all next time. Thank you for being here. I hope you were inspired by this episode. I invite you to share it with someone from your collective if you feel like it'll resonate with them. For more resources to fill your toolkit, visit www.onlyyummyalways.com. We'll see you next time.